do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. Got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Libro Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Libro Cube list. This show is like a journal of the personal variety, because that's where I was forced to put it in iTunes, I guess. A journal where I pour forth all the media my brain has consumed. Because if I don't tell it to you, who will I tell it to? I don't know. So, it's you or nobody. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, let's just push a button and get this started uh, like this. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to review some things. Today's movie monologue sponsor is the Uranus Proctology Clinic. Thank you for that sponsorship. Movie the first, we are continuing on with our James Bond movie a week with movie number two, From Russia with Love. Some, uh, in fact quite a few, say this is, for many, the best James Bond movie. And uh, it's good, yeah, I, I, I will say that. I have no complaints. I, I don't think it's my favorite by any means. Uh, I, I like some of the, like, the crazier, goofy ones. Like, uh, probably, jeez, what's my favorite one? You know what? Maybe I'll save that for the last. Because there's still, I think there might be the most recent Daniel Craig. Uh, I don't think I ever saw it, actually. So maybe that'll be my favorite one. Probably not, though. Uh, just off the top of my head, from Her Majesty's Secret Service, that might be, like, one of my favorite ones. Uh, I, I don't know. We're not here to talk about favorite. We're here to talk about From Russia With Love. James Bond willingly falls into an assassination ploy involving a na naive Russian beauty in order to retrieve a Soviet encryption device that was stolen by Spectre. Oh. Let's, uh, just... While we're on the subject of Spectre, because this is dumb, I know, and I always get a laugh whenever it comes up. What does Spectre stand for? This is, just get ready for this. <clears throat> Special Executive for Counterintelligence, ter Terrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. Uh, yeah. Revenge. If part of your business model is revenge, I don't know how businessy uh, that's going to come for you there by. Uh, from Russia with Love, uh, I'll give a solid four. It's definitely a good one. Um, you know, James Bond. Yay. Uh, the next movie is The Farthest, colon, 
<laughs> Voyager in Space. Uh, this is all about the Voyager space probe. Uh, the furthest uh, regards to uh, the, the, the furthest man-made thing, period, full stop, from the planet Earth right now. Uh, I don't know where it is right now, but it's, I think, outside of our solar system, really, isn't it? I'm, pr I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, this was all about sort of how it came to be, the people who built it, the science behind it. Uh, a lot on the gold disc, of course. Uh, we've got some um, some real deep nerds in here, but uh, nerds that I love because their sort of enthusiasm for what they did... Uh, it's just like it melts your heart a little bit. At least it did mine, and I hope it does yours. For that reason, ooh, can I give it a five? Uh, nerdy heartwarmingness, wherever it may be found, I think deserves high regard. So I'm going to give this a five out of five. Moving on to Dunkirk. Yes, that war movie. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, uh, a lot of people's complaint of it was, I think, movie theater based and that it was really, really loud. I watched that at home, so I just turned it to a comfortable volume and didn't have that problem. Uh, it's an, another point for not going to the movie theater. Ding. Uh, yeah. Uh, watch Save it, Saving Private Ryan instead. Watch uh, Platoon instead. Watch Apocalypse Now instead. Watch a lot of war movies before you would watch this one. That being said, we'll go with solid three plus. Uh, three isn't for me. Enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why people love this one so much. You know what? I did go in with very high hopes, and maybe that was part of my issue. That, that happens from time to time. Uh, I try not to let it happen, but I did hear a lot of good stuff about this. Uh, the last movie is The Wackness from 2008, starring none other than Sir Ben Kingsley. He's a sir, is he not? Ben Kingsley. I, I think no one has such a wider range of, like, Emmy Award winning movies to, like, strange ones like this to, like, some, some really bad movies as well. Like, he, he seemingly doesn't stray away from a challenge, let's say. Let's call it. Why not? Uh, in the summer of 1994, the streets of New York are pulsing with hip-hop. Set against this backdrop, a lonely teenager named Luke Shapiro spends his last summer before university selling marijuana throughout the New York City, trading it with his unorthodox psychotherapist for treatment while having a crush on said psychotherapist's stepdaughter. Psychotherapist is played by the aforementioned Ben Kingsley. Uh, Rating-wise, uh, I'll go three plus again. Yeah, two three pluses. Joy to watching. Do I need to see the wackness again? Meh. Today's television talk sponsor is Gas, Grass, and Ass. Thank you for that sponsorship. Uh, today we've got two count. Well, no need to count them. I'm telling you there's two, and you will see at the end of this five-minute period that there will be two television programs to talk about. Item the first is The Grand Tour Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, if you are unfamiliar with The Grand Tour, it is uh, Top Gear. 
basically. Uh, the guys from Top Gear can no longer make Top Gear, got fired from Top Gear, so they left and made a show that is Top Gear called <laughs> The Grand Tour. Basically. For all intents and purposes, it's, it's Top Gear. I, I'm kind of surprised that how they get away. I guess you can't, can't patent formats of television shows for the most part. And they don't do some of the things that they did in Top Gear. I, I guess some of it would be more obvious than others, like if, if you brought it from that show to this. Although the, the underlying three, uh, as I often have referred to them, stooges, uh, and their love of cars just pulsing throughout, uh, that's really all it is. Uh, in the first episode of the season two, uh, I think it's off to a good start. Uh, a lot of people complained of the first season that was very scripted and that doesn't seem to have faded by much which is uh, i felt like top gear it was less like there was definitely pre-written jokes but uh but this has more the feel of pre-written jokes yes but also like pre-written conversations <laughs> like i like when they can just sort of go off and you know what these three need? They need a more of a podcasty format where they can just sit and chat it up and let flow what may. Uh, what James may, even. <laughs> uh, that's only funny if you've ever seen the show. And even then. Even then. Uh, so uh, let me just see what happened in the first episode. Oh yeah, it was uh, uh, old versus uh, uh, modern versus futuristic. So they had uh, one car from each sort of... Uh, let's call it an era, and uh, they tried to decide what was best. Uh, the future one was pretty friggin' cool, man. It was uh, all electric, but it was one of the fastest cars they had basically ever seen. In fact, it was the car, uh, yeah, it was the car that J uh, James May, uh, Richard Hammond, uh, got in his accident. Uh, he's been in quite a few car accidents of the potentially fatal variety, this being one of them. Uh, they showed it on the show a little bit. Apparently it was after they were done recording, so you sort of just saw it a little bit, and then the aftermath of the car fucking engulfed in flames, and him basically, lucky to be alive, airlifted away in a helicopter. Uh, kind of a dark moment, and in the studio, after they showed it, there was like a moment's pause, like, you, you didn't know if it was going to get all serious, or if there was going to be jokes. Uh, spoiler alert, there was jokes, so uh, that was sort of a, a a good sign of things to come, I think and hope. Okay, uh, better move on to uh, the Sarah Silverman program. Yes, that one. Goddamn love me some Sarah Silverman. Uh, this is a show that somehow, some way, I never saw. I, I don't know what channel it was on back in the day. Maybe I didn't get it. Maybe I just didn't. It was in 2007. I, I don't know what I was doing in 2007 that I somehow missed this fucking amazing show and i gotta say after seeing the first season uh, i'm in love uh, for for many reasons sarah silver silverman of course but the the sort of cast of characters that pop in if you are a fan of podcasts you will goddamn recognize every like just looking i've got the imdb page open for season one and uh <laughs> Like, it just, it, the, the the very last episode called Batteries, uh, the picture for the episode is Paul F. Tompkins. Just for an example of podcasty goodness. Uh, so what's the story about? Uh, is it a, a, like, one thing I never really got of the, the first season is what does she do? Like, is this supposed to be Sarah Silverman the comedian and that's what she does? Or is it just 
this girl named Sarah Silverman living her life as, uh, I don't think she has a job, just sort of floating through life trying to figure shit out. Uh, one sort of almost Curb Your Enthusiasm-esque uh, situation after another, but with an added dollop of insanity. Five out of five. Goddamn love it. Today's book banter sponsor is a double movie monologue sponsor. Yes. Saul Spiderman, attorney at law. He will get you out of your sticky situation. Yes, you heard it right. A double movie monologue. I watched eight movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what it was? I've uh, been working from home uh, uh, half days during the month of December, which that's behind-the-scenes action, uh, when I'm recording this. So uh, when I'm working at work, I have a podcast, as you no doubt know from my mentioning podcast, Ad Nauseam. Uh, when I'm working from uh, home, usually I'll just have like a, a movie going on in the background, and I think it's a, a good way to, to sort of keep your brain from losing its shit from uh, data maintenance, let's say. Uh, so, needless to say, a lot of movies, including Goldfinger. Yes, that's another James Bond movie. I know I said one a week. I could do what I want. No one listens to this. It's my podcast. I could do how I want to. Do how I want you would do if it happened to you. Da, 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 da. Uh, so, uh, I don't have to relegate myself to one James Bond movie a week. If I don't feel like it, I can do two a week, like I did here. Goldfinger, you know what? I like Goldfinger better than I like, um... Uh, from Russia with Love. Like, I'd give Goldfinger maybe four, closer to five than to a four. Yep, convoluted rating. Check. Uh, per perhaps it's something to do with Pussy Galore. <laughs> oh, I snorted. That was a real, honest-to-God snort. <laughs> uh, plus the character of Goldfinger, I kind of like him. Like, he's just like a big, fat, fat dude. Uh, and evil. Then there's the scene, one of my favorite scenes in this is when uh, Goldfinger is explain, explaining, when he's explaining to all the, like, mafia guys his plan, uh, and and they're all just the most quintessentially fake mafia, hey, hey, what's, what's the big deal here, see? <laughs> like, people were not like that, I'm, I'm fairly confident. Uh, and then his, uh, you got uh, uh, Odd Job throwing a hat at shit. Friggin' awesome. If, if you haven't seen Goldfinger, I don't know if it's a, it's probably a good James Bond movie to start with. One thing, uh, after listening to uh, James Bonding, the podcast, uh, they quite often speak of the rewatching and then noticing on a rewatching. Like, I haven't watched this since I was maybe even a, not a teen. I don't know. Definitely in my teens or 20s. Uh, not realizing the the, the rampant uh, racism in these movies, but even more so uh, sexism in these movies. It's just insane. How, like, some of the shit that happens. Uh, and, like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it, obviously. So I won't. Because, I, as I mentioned, I don't have to. And I can move on to movie the second, Jim and Andy. Ah, speaking of crazy shit, Jim Carrey, man. What is going on with him? It's interesting, fascinating. Uh, in this documentary, we explore how he 
basically turned into Andy Kaufman uh, during the filming of Man on the Moon. Uh, fascinating Netflix documentary. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, you will be creeped out. I am fairly confident I will give it a 5 out of 5. Uh, great, great documentary. Moving on to, I uh, spent too much time on Goldfinger, uh, Office Christmas Party. Uh, yeah, it surprised me a little bit with how funny it was. Uh, I went in kind of uh, with no real expectations, but lots of funny moments. Uh, as I just mentioned, it's right around the holidays. Watching Christmas funny movies, I think you give them extra marks near the holidays so for that reason i'm gonna go with four hey how about that uh last but not least in fact perhaps even most is spider-man colon homecoming man i friggin really like this kid as spider-man uh I, I like that he's like really young for a change like uh, i feel like spider-man's uh lately have been older in their like their 20s and working where he's like in high school and he's still figuring shit out uh i, I like that sort of uh not cocky, but, uh, yeah, five out of five I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it. But uh, looking forward to see more of this Spider-Man. The interactions with Iron Man really great. Uh, highly recommend it. One of the better Spider-Mans, I would say. Uh, today's game gamma sponsor is Just Deserts Industrial Heaters. Heaters. Thank you for that sponsorship. Item the first is the PUBG or Players Unknown Battlegrounds, if you prefer the long dumb title. Uh, new from my perspective, Desert Map. Ah, yes. Uh, I've been playing quite a few matches. Uh, mostly because I am not good at the game, uh, doing crazy shit, uh, exploring. Uh, one thing I did, one of the first things I did, like, I think it was my, 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 you know what, my, the very first game I played on it, I made it to second place, almost by accident. Uh, I ended up dying to the, the blue inside a house, trying to make my way out of the house, firing the gun all the way, just in case a stray shot would kill the last person, wherever they might have been. <clears throat> yeah, that was dumb. Um... And then my second game, I uh, was in a position to start at one end of the northern wall uh, with a car and drive. Somehow I found a car, full tank of gas, and I needed it. Uh, drive from one end of the wall to the other, just looking to see if there was any holes in it for whatever reason. Uh, there wasn't, at least none I could visually see. Uh, when I got to the end, uh, ran, having run out of gas... Uh, I remember my car sort of flipped. Uh, the blue was definitely there by then, but uh, I did make it. And my sort of thought was, this is the first day the map's been available. Am I the first person to have done this? I think potentially I could have. Uh, something that I probably wasn't the first person to do, uh, I tried to skydive over uh, said uh, northern wall. You sort of hit an invisible wall and it kills you. So, you know pro tip keep that in mind and then it's just sort of exploration i've been doing um probably the funnest i have done is somehow some way there's jet skis on this map which is friggin awesome there's not a lot of water but what there is 
has the very, very odd and hard-to-find jet ski, uh, and seemingly, somehow, some way, they have infinite gas. <laughs> like, when you drive a car, as I've just mentioned, you can run out of gas. Even when you drive a boat, I've driven a boat and run out of gas. Somehow, some way, these jet skis just keep going and going, and the gas bar never goes down. So, I've ended a couple of uh, matches with just touring around, putting some tunes on, uh, having people shoot at me, uh, but because you are a moving, incredibly agile, fast target, uh, they can't hit me. One guy, this is this is probably one of my favorite things that happened in PUBG so far. Uh, like, I drove around for, it was a couple of songs worth of music, just sort of blaring my music uh, on the jet ski, going in circles, figure eights, uh, and for at least a song and a half, so I, I'm not exaggerating, five plus minutes, there was a guy shooting at me. I don't know how the fuck he had so much ammo, but he did. He hit me once, uh, and then the blue came, and I thought, ah, eh, you know what, I'm just going to stay here and have some fun. He'll he'll bugger off. But no, what this guy did, he came up from, uh, I think he was on one of the bridges, and he came down from the one of the bridges. This is all in the blue uh, at this point, mind. Uh, he found a jet ski of his own somehow, some way. hops on it, hops out to me, uh, still doing my figure eights, driving like a madman, playing tunes. Uh, he stops his jet ski and kills me. The dedication, because there is no way that he survived. Like, he, he killed me and then somewhat quickly after would have died. Uh, so, uh, good on him. Uh, I tried to add him as a friend, uh, but I don't know if that works on the, on the desert map because it's on a test server. Okay, so that brings me to point number two, which I'm going to run out of time, is to talk about my Twitch so far, uh, it's it's okay. Uh, I'm running into the issue of not having people uh, sort of join my streams that I don't really know how to go about changing, per se. Uh, are they boring? That's the potential. I don't know. Uh, what I quite often do is play the game while I'll be watching YouTubes or a movie, so I always feel like it's that added entertainment, but then uh, the potential that that's too much. I don't know. Um, to get uh, Twitch verified, you have to complete certain criteria. I've met all of them, with the exception of having three viewers on average, so I don't know. I'm still going to do it. I'm still having fun, so we'll see. Oh. Hey, uh, LibroCube on Twitch, if you want to uh, follow me. Uh, if you couldn't hear me there, I, I said um, 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 LibroCube on Twitch if you care to follow and uh, maybe pop by on a stream. And uh, that's one of the other things I'm having trouble with. This goes into internet intercourse as well, so that makes sense to talk about it here. Why not? Um, that's when no one is watching, I will, at least for a period, talk. But I find it difficult to just talk to myself, despite the obviousness of 400 plus episodes of this podcast, me talking to myself. Uh, but, but what I mean is, like, I, I get invested in the game and I start watching YouTubes uh, when no one is watching me. Whereas if someone's there, I'll try to talk and engage. Uh, but uh, when no one's there, I sort of slip into the not talking, which uh, is an issue I should probably try to overcome. Anyways, uh, back to Internet Intercourse sponsor, Kill Bill Shatner. Thank you for that sponsorship. 
first and foremost is Vera Bambi's Vlogmas. From your perspective, it will be over. But that does not mean you cannot go back to Vera Bambi's channel and check it out. And subscribe and watch all of our Christmas videos. The Christmas will be over when you're listening to this. And you'll maybe you'll be down. You'll be like, oh man, I wish it was Christmas still. Well, you can go over to her channel and watch a bunch of Christmas stuff that she's been posting. A vlog, uh, not a day, because that's insane to even attempt, but, you know, pretty close to that, I think. <sighs> Vera Bambi's Vlogmas. Uh, item of the second, Quentin Tarantino Star Trek Rumors. Ah, this is fascinating. Simply fascinating. There's been some uh, rumors floating around lately uh, from your perspective in the future. Maybe they've been uh, verified. I don't know. I don't know. You have the advantage over me in this case, that is for sure, uh, that he will direct the next Star Trek movie, which uh, is, is a very, very interesting idea. Being a lover of Star Trek... How do I feel? Uh, I, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. I, I think it could be very, very interesting at the very least. Um, and yeah, I like it. The, what else I like about this is uh, Patrick Stewart, who you may know, who I have met and got his autograph, Google New Nerd Kane Adventures, if you want to see what I mean by that. Uh, he said he would agree to be involved somehow, some way, if Quentin was to direct the next Star Trek. So that's also just like a little cherry on top right there. <sighs> uh, next we have uh, Mindfield, colon, The Greater Good. Oh yeah, this was interesting. Uh, and, and I think I might bring more back either in Internet Intercourse or maybe even in Television Tuesday because they kind of fall there. Uh, Mindfield is a uh, YouTube Red show from Michael over at Vsauce, who I've spoken of a million times on this podcast, uh, and he does like a half hour or plus long show uh, where they'll explore various things. This one was uh, The Greater Good. So f the, the example they use is something called The Trolley Problem. Uh, basically it's this. Uh, a train is on a track, it's out of control, uh, there's a switch that you can pull. Uh, as it stands, the train will continue on its path and run over five people. If you were to pull the switch, it would veer off, saving the five people, but would kill one person who is on that track. What would you do? What would you do? Uh, most people say the, the sort of default answer is, yeah, I, I pulled the switch, but... For the first time ever, uh, Michael actually factually did this uh, experiment. Uh, he did it through the subterfuge of having people think they were in this actual scenario. Uh, how he does it, it's actually pretty fascinating. Uh, the people he chooses to do it also. Uh, the whole thing, pretty incredible and, and recommend. Uh, I should say this is a show that you have to... Uh, subscribe to YouTube Red to get, but he puts the first episode of every season on his... Uh, normal channel for free, so uh, you can watch this one anyways, and uh, I highly recommend you do. Moving on to the greater good. Oh, uh, Romesh Rangarith R-A-N-G-A-N-A-T-H-A-N that guy was on Never Not Funny, a podcast which I am a big fan of, and has he's probably one of the best guests I've ever heard, uh, which normally the good guests, they're all good. There's never a bad guest. 
But uh, quite often, the better guests are ones who've been there before and sort of can slide into it and have fun. But uh, in uh, Ramesh's place, it was the first time he'd ever been there, and it's like he'd been there a million times. Uh, it was pretty incredible the way his personality seemingly so in sync with the, the, the feel of Never Not Funny and Jimmy Pardo and gang. Uh, it was really just incredible. Uh, highly, highly recommend the podcast in general, but uh, hey, start with that episode. Why not? If you've never listened to one, you will not regret it. And you know what? Because he fits in so well with sort of uh, how that show is, uh, it'll be a good indicator for what episodes are like. Yeah, why, why not that? That, that there, There's a logic to that somewhere, I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, as you heard, we're out of time. Uh, so, you know what? Maybe I'll revise that. No, yeah, okay, we're out of time. Yes, folks, it's nice to be nice to the nice. Love you. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper